Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Peter Dadgel, the IrishGardener.com, uh, joining me. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon, Trish. How are you? I'm very well, and you're very welcome. Okay, let's get straight in with uh, questions. This is from Michael in Bala Nua in Bantry. Uh, Mike says, good morning, Peter. Would it be better for the plants if I wait to plant a herbaceous border until the end of March, beginning of April? Am I better off holding off? No, not necessarily. And in fact, traditionally, the time to do all the planting was was during the autumn months, autumn and winter. For a couple of reasons, Trish, uh, the, the soil temperature is still relatively warm, so it gives the, the plants a, a chance to to establish a bit before they settle down for the winter. But also it means they're in the ground then come the spring. So when new growth starts, they're already establishing in, in the soil. So, um, no, I wouldn't think it's necessarily beneficial to wait the only th- the only thing is two things number one you might have a better range of plants available in garden centers and things in the spring than you would now uh, and the other thing is uh, the the two times of the year that we should never plant in ireland we can kind of plant 12 months of the year in ireland except for if the ground is physically frozen or if the ground is waterlogged and obviously a lot of gardens are completely uh, sodden and waterlogged at the moment so if that's the case i would hold off till it dries out um if your ground isn't waterlogged, then I, I would have no problem planting away now. OK, a listener says, do you have to prune hydrangeas every year? Is it necessary to do it every year? It's probably beneficial to do it every year, Trish. Not necessary. I mean, it's not never necessary to do it, really. The plant is going to grow away and flower away, even if you never touch them. But it probably is beneficial in that you'll get, you'll keep the kind of the size of the plant in check by pruning it. But also you'll get better quality growth and better, more, more, I suppose most importantly better quality blooms bigger blooms if you prune it a bit uh, but no it's not it's absolutely not necessary what I would say is necessary because, because just because it, for aesthetics it is it's necessary to prune off the dead heads I would say uh, but that's just for aesthetics in fact the, the, the new flowers will still come even if you don't do that Okay Sean and Clannacilty has noticed when he's digging out his potatoes from the earth this year they hold for a few days and then if they're not used they split um, they are under are, are no use because they fade away um, they also they darken in colour he's wondering is it just this year he's never noticed it before or what could be the reason for it? I, I don't I could give and I'd be very confident in giving the reason I'm not 100% sure as to what it actually is but I would say without question the reason is the amount of water we've had during this summer and an awful lot of um of farmers in general and but potato farmers as well uh have you know 
leaving leaving crops in the ground. They just can't get them out, um, because we've the, the the fields are so waterlogged. So I would imagine I'm not sure exactly what the name for that disorder is, but I would say it's more than likely uh, caused by the excessive rainfall this summer. Mm, and hopefully it won't happen uh, next year. Hannah is in Roscarbury. She has sickleman plants. She said she usually sets them in the autumn. Now she has some set, but she has more that she wants to set. And she's now starting to panic and saying, is it too late? Um, and if she sets them now, will they last until spring? Okay, so it depends. It depends on exactly on which cyclamen she's using. When she says plants, uh, you see where I'm going with this, Trish, is you, you can get cyclamen in, in pots, which are like bedding plants, winter bedding, if you like, which are kind of synonymous for the ne- with, with Christmas and with December, you know, the red and white cyclamens. Um, and they come in pot form and they're, they're cyclamen persicum which are actually native to some of the rainforest areas. So they're, they're not really a perennial here in Ireland, even though they do grow off a little corn. But they're, they're, we get, again, we get too much rain here for them. Um, so if they're the ones you're talking about, planting them now, how long they'll survive for you, it's a bit, how long is a piece of string? Some years you might get to January, February out in flower, other, other years, no. However, so planting them now, I don't think you really get those still flowering in the spring. You might have a few blooms on them. However, then there are other types of cyclamen, such as cyclamen coom and heterofolium and neapolitan and big long names. But these are the lovely cyclamen trish that you'd see uh, in kind of under, you'd, you'd have seen them in older gardens and under trees and things like that. So depending on which one it is, that will determine the answer. But it's not too late to plant either of them. OK, uh, Lorraine bought a Ponsettia, the Christmas Ponsettia. She bought it for her granny's grave because she said her granny always loved Ponsettia and is a kind of a plant that she associates with her late grandmother. But she said she put it down about two weeks ago and it isn't doing too well. That, that isn't an outdoor plant, is it? No. Did she say she put it, when she she put said she put it, put it down? Did she put it outside? No, she put it on the grave. On the grave? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, I missed that bit. Um, no, it's not an outdoor plant and it, it won't survive at all, not for any length of time outside. So I'm afraid uh, it, no, no magic wand for that. Bad news answer to that. It, it's, it's, it's finished, I'm afraid. Look at maybe instead for the grave if, for Christmas and for the winter, maybe look at something like a nice uh, pot of flowering heather or something like that, which will be very tough and resilient uh, and will flower away nicely. So maybe something like that or maybe a buried plant like a nice skimmia or something like that. But unfortunately, the Ponsettia is no, even indoors, as you you know I find them problematic. Yeah, and you've got to be very careful when you buy them, where you buy them and getting them home as quickly as possible. Correct. Don't and don't let them get. Don't let any draft get at them at all. So unfortunately, in this instance, it's it's drafts and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Jim in Clonakilty has an ash sap- sapling growing in his tree, growing in his garden. Now he didn't plant it; it must have grown from a seedling. <laughs> it's about four feet high now, uh, but he wants to move it because it's obviously not in a suitable spot in the garden. So, could you talk to him about transplanting it? Is it possible to transplant it? And what will he need to do? And when? absolutely possible to transplant it uh, it's not difficult it's a bit of a bit of donkey work alright like a bit of digging but if it, he said it's four foot yeah so it's not it's not that big it's not that mature at all it's probably a few years in there but uh, just a, a good spade or even a good shovel lift it out of the ground get as much of the root as you can with it uh, don't leave it out of the ground for any length of time um, and plant it into its new home or into a big pot if you don't have a new home for it yet uh, immediately like don't don't leave it out for any length of time and the, the most important thing will be come next spring when it comes back into growth. You see, it's dormant now, Trish, for the next few months. So, you know, any root damage that you do cause, that he does cause when he's lifting it, will have a chance to repair before next spring. Um, 
but next spring onwards, uh, for the for the first few months of next year, you will have to pay close attention to watering it. But um, but that's really it. It should transplant very very successfully and very easily. Okay, you got a free tree in your garden there. Okay, and John Joe has a large lemon tree. It produces lots of new lemons. By one by one, they're falling off. He says the tree looks healthy. He can't understand what's wrong. I'm guessing so that they're they're obviously falling off before they ripen. Um, so I would say it's one of two things, and neither of which I could say for certain unless I was there next to him. Um, uh, but it's either that it's too cold. Okay, uh, and they're falling off. So if it, if it's not a warm conservator, if it's outside, in fact, then I don't think it is outside because it probably wouldn't even produce the fruit in the first instance. But if it is outside, it's too cold. If it's inside and if it's not in a warm enough conservatory or warm enough glasshouse or tunnel, then that's that's probably the reason. The other reason would be that now citrus don't like to be overly watered, but when it's in fruit, they do need a certain amount of water. Uh, if they dry out too much, then that will manifest itself in in dropping of the fruit early like that so it's one of those two reasons whichever one sounds more likely to him is the one that is is most probable Okay. All right. Listen, we leave it there. Have a lovely week and we'll chat you again next I week. Do. Thanks a million. That's uh, Peter Dowdle at theirishgardener.com Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.